Hey everyone, welcome to Entrepreneurship by Design with Dr. C. I'm your host, Dr. Caroline, and thank you so much for joining us today. Entrepreneurship looks different for everyone. How and why we start our business, challenges that occur, pivots we have to make, success we achieve, all while life is happening. That's why I love sharing these inspiring entrepreneurs with you and shed light that there is enough room for everyone to succeed and thrive, even if you're in the same industry. I am so honored today because I have Tina with me. And in the blink of an eye, yep, that's how quickly something happens. Something life-changing, something unexpected hits you. There's sometimes no five-minute evacuation notice, sometimes no time at all to make the right choices, the right decisions, the right emotions, to be in the right mental state of mind. We don't have choices in some, most cases. It just happens. Are we prepared? We aren't sure we're just looking at the past five years to see what happened all around us. Shootings in schools, streets, work accidents, car accidents, overdoses, and the pandemic. Not to mention the crazy wars, the natural disasters, wildfires, floods, hurricanes around the world. We are not Superman, but we act like we are because nothing is going to happen. Well, things do happen. And Tina's own story took a turn with a few obstacles in her midlife. A tragic car accident, loss of her corporate job, divorce and the new parental annihilation of her two daughters in her life. She had to embrace the new me and getting on healing from a devastating journey and the grief she experienced. Her goal is to help heal others in their life-changing journey and to give empowerment to have a plan to be prepared for the unexpected. How important is it to position yourself with your life so that you will even help those you leave behind? She created an APP, that will help organize all through the details in the case of emergency, medical emergency, sudden death, or unexpected tragedy to avoid all the tremendous stress you and your loved ones might experience. Your backup plan, APP, at the edge of your fingertips is there to help you, guide you, and ensure you have life's puzzle pieces in this complicated world in one safe place. Thank you so much for being here today, Tina. Well, that's a mouthful, isn't it, Dr. <laughs> Caroline? Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Yes, it's a mouthful, but it's quite the experience. And I would love to just jump into your journey, what you got got you here today. Well, you know, um, I, I haven't explained this part, but in podcast interviews, I do. And it, it really started with working in the financial advising um, area. Mm-hmm. And people are so fascinated, whether it's business or personal, and for a mortgage rate, okay, I want to get a mortgage rate, everything finances, let's get the lowest mortgage rate, okay, and investments, let's get the highest investment rate, Mm -hmm. so that I can create more money. Mm -hmm. But no one thinks about all the stuff that we do on a daily basis, that could be wiped out in the blink of an eye. And what good is having a whole bunch of awesome investments, doing awesome, doing great. You might be a single person and you pass away quickly in a snap of your fingers and your family do not know where all these awesome investments are. Mm -hmm. So it goes unclaimed in a huge database in the United States and the UK and Australia and Canada Every country has these unclaimed properties, investments, unclaimed money, 
bank accounts, and it's growing rapidly on a, on a monthly, daily basis because people are not prepared. And I found like in the little house on the prairie, everybody watched that show. <laughs> and they used to take brown paper and they put their documents, all their special documents, they put them and wrap them up tight, you know, and in that brown paper and shove them in the rafters or put them in the basement in the rafters or in the attic. And then family and friends knew where they were. That's actually better than what we do now in 2022. Mm -hmm. We do nothing now. Mm -hmm. Absolutely nothing. Every house that I have gone to for a client, I'd say, what life insurance policies, what disability policies do you have? And they would find them sometimes or find them and not know what they had or find them and throw massive amounts of papers on the table and not realize what's actually there. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to, I, I had a, a dear friend who just turned 60 and they had a small dollar store. And this is for all the small business people out there. Mm -hmm. um, husband and wife and the husband caught contacted me and said, Tina, can you go? Uh, can you bring Carol home for me tonight? Because I'm dropping her off at the hospital. She's had a cough and she hasn't been able to get rid of it. And she's going in for tests. And maybe you could bring her home for me. I said, sure, just let me know when she's ready. So she didn't get ready. She had more tests to do the following days. So she had to stay in there. Mm -hmm. And then I got the dredged, terrible phone call that people hate to get, that she has stage four lung cancer mm -hmm. and has a very short time to live. And so she's going to go through all the chemo and radiation treatments, and she's going to stay in the hospital. So do you think like in the blink of an eye that Carol realized when she went into the hospital for tests that she would never, ever come out. Nobody thinks like that. Nobody. Mm -hmm. And so when I went to visit her, I would visit her um, occasionally um, every week and I bring her a nice cup of tea and I'd go up in the elevator and it would always be so scary because the doors would open and I would think, oh gosh, like, what is she going to be like? What is today going to be like? Mm -hmm. Because you could see the deterioration each week. Mm -hmm. And so it was always so scary to, to think, you know, what is she going to be like? Mm -hmm. And uh, one day I took her outside onto the patio and we sat on a bench and she said, she grabbed my hand and she said, you know, Tina, I just want to see the blue sky. I just want to hear the birds and I want to feel the breeze on my face. And that exploded for me mm -hmm. because I felt that nobody wants to have all the crap in their life at that moment. Okay. Nobody wants to know, oh, you know, did I do the dishes? Did I, did I put my mail away? Did I pay those bills? Uh, where are my, where is my will? Um, like all these things, of course, when something hits, all comes flooding into your head. Mm -hmm. And the unfortunate part is when you have it happen to you, 
you lose your logic brain. You lose it. It's like you literally see it floating up into the air and you're trying to grasp it. You're, people ask you questions in a trauma, in a, in a, in a life-changing event, and, and you, you actually see this brain just disappearing in the air. Yeah. I'm not sure where it goes. <laughs> and you're just trying to grab this logic back and you can't because mm-hmm. your emotions and the, and the shock and the trauma hits you. Mm-hmm. So with the husband and wife scenario, you know, he looked after, this is usually what happens in a partnership. One person looks after one thing or a few things and the other person looks after something else. Mm-hmm. So there's not usually a series of correlation between the two. And so what happens is when that person disappears out of the picture, it's like, how did they do this? Where is this stuff? Where are the passwords? Where's the paperwork? Do I have accounts receivables and who's looking after that? And did anybody checks come in and how do I credit that account? And like all the stuff that you wouldn't normally look after now, all of a sudden is on your plate. But there's a good thing about all of this mm-hmm. because you can take control before anything happens. Mm-hmm. But we have this, we have this kind of um, taboo-ness, if, if that's a word, I just made it up. <laughs> we'll go with it. <laughs> because it's taboo to talk about, well, what if? Mm-hmm. What if I got cancer? What if I died? What if a car hit me tomorrow? What if I'm in ICU for six weeks? Mm -hmm. What if all these things we don't want to think about? Mm -hmm. And so I'm here to make it fun and easy and say, look, all you have to do is download the app, take it. You have an assistant at your side now that goes through the different sections and you just answer the questions. And it's so easy with your phone, especially mm-hmm. your phone, because you can go to the doctor and sit in the doctor's office and write down, um, you know, why you're in there. Um, and then when you come out, you can take a picture of your prescription and you can put a note. He suggested this, this, or this, or she did. Mm-hmm. And, and then make notes. And now you have a log that's going to be there for your health records mm-hmm. forever. So you can look back, you know, because we don't remember three, four, five years later. Did I, when did I have that surgery? You know, did that Mm -hmm. prescription was, did I have that before? So I'm helping people take charge of their own stuff, of their health, of their medical, Um, even in a divorce. I've had lots of clients who don't know what the man of the house looked after. Because I would say to people, you know, the couple women walking in a trade show with a baby buggy. And I'd say, what's your backup plan? Do you have one? Mm. Oh, my husband, he looks after all of that. Really? Mm -hmm. Hmm. I bet if I gave you, you know, five things on the list, he wouldn't even know the answer to them. That's powerful. So I want you to take control. I want you to be empowered by getting the information. And then when the time comes, 
I've had so many women say, well, I don't know if he has other bank accounts. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if he's paid that bill. I don't know if he's racked up the credit card sky high. I don't know. Right. And if you're in that kind of relationship where you don't know, but you want to know, and you can't get the information, then you're in the wrong relationship. Mm-hmm. Because it has to be a team. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That partnership. Yeah. Business or personal. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's knowing all the facts. And I, I just love what you're doing because I think it's important, especially because you're right. There's a lot of individuals that are like, rely on either the wife or the husband that takes care of everything, but it's having that communication and being able to have the dialogue of what's going on, where the money goes, how all the things that are in place that are needed. And it doesn't matter how old you are too. I know when I was practicing as a therapist, I had a living will in case something happened to me, my clients needed to be taken care of after if anything were to happen, thank God I was okay. But going back to having your the backup plan of having this app, tell us more about what inspired, create. I know you've been through a lot, but what inspired you to create the app? Um, I created the app because of that one statement that my friend made, Mm -hmm. but I created it with, and it just kept growing. It took me probably three or four years to actually create it because I created it as a workbook first, Mm -hmm. but the book ended up to be this huge three inch binder (laughs) that, that was like, wow, like that's a lot of information. And where do I start? And Mm -hmm. so once I had it actually in front of me, I thought, well, this, this doesn't work. But having, uh, I'm a Microsoft certified systems engineer by trade. Mm -hmm. So I felt there's something about an app that I can do now. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, okay, how can I formulate this? How can I create it? And I developed this over a few years Mm -hmm. to the information that I already had in the workbook into an app. So it was easy to use, simple. I wanted it simple. I didn't want that three inch binder that, you know, was overwhelming. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't want to do that. It's like doing my income tax or something, right? Nobody mm-hmm. likes to yeah. do that no. <laughs> unless you're an accountant. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. People who like numbers in that regard. <laughs> so I wanted to make it simple and I thought, okay, how can I, um, how can I put this together so that it's easy to do? Mm-hmm. And each section looks after its own component. So you can just work on one section at a time. And I always say to people, we'll start off with your basic information so that it gets in there. Because sometimes even, oh, I better look that up. I'm not sure, you know, what my social insurance number is or what my, my, where that stuff is that I hid away. And I found I'm helping people put it all together in a safe place because I found people have their stuff in drawers and they have it in closets and they have it in filing cabinets and they have it all, all over the house. Mm -hmm. And when something happens, it's up to the family and friends to try and come in and find out where your stuff is. So I thought, let's, let's get them. Okay. Find this. Okay, now Caroline, find this, put this together. So now you have a grab and go bag in case you have to run out of the house for any reason. All your 
personal documents are all in one place, but they're also up in the sky. So you can put, I always, we do workshops on how much information do you put in it. So you could put your bank account, but if you don't want to put your bank account number, you could put, you know, Chase Bank at 123 Main Street, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that type of thing. So it's not giving any personal information for somebody that's wanting your information, Mm-hmm. But for family and friends, it's just enough to know where do I go? Because most people don't have one bank account. They have multitude of bank accounts mm-hmm. from different locations, right. possibly different banks and credit unions as well, mm-hmm. as well as your investments. Sometimes when people have different investments, they're not just focused on, okay, I'm just going to put money into this one investment. They'll want to have two or three, four, a multitude of different ones doing different things. But that makes it really complicated when something happens to you so that people can't find it. Mm -hmm. They don't know where all of this stuff is. Mm -hmm. So that's why I've made it simple. Mm -hmm. And with my car accident, I had a, a tragic car accident in 2017. And I did write a book, a bestseller called In the Blink of an Eye. Mm -hmm. And it truly was because I did not see the car hitting me until a split second before. Mm -hmm. And it was literally like in a movie where you blink your eyes and in the moment of a blink, you see like minutes running through your head. It's really crazy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, because you know, it was just a blink, but it it was like a whole lot of things that happened. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. Um, but you're not always given that five minute notice, like in the car accident, Mm -hmm. you know, you can't say, hold on, don't hit me yet. I don't have my stuff together. You you can't do that. Mm -hmm. So what people don't realize too that kids get involved in the situation and it makes it even more complicated because you may not have had those family conversations with your friends or family whoever is part of your your close unit you haven't had that family conversation as what do I want to have happen if Mm -hmm. what you know if I was in a car accident what do I want that to look like if I, if I got so injured that I need 24-7 care, what do I want that to look like? Mm-hmm. If, I had, if I needed just somebody to drop in and check on me, what does that look like? Yeah. What do I want in retirement if you're talking to your parents or even amongst your spouse or partner? Do I want to stay in my home? Do I want to be in a basement suite? Do I want to be in my own apartment? Do I want to be in my own house? Do I want to share a house with someone? Do I want to go in a care facility? A lot of people, a lot of parents say, oh, I, I don't want to go in a home. But when the time comes and you're incapable of your family or friend looking after you 24-7, what does that look like now? Yeah. What if you can't, you know, go into a home? What if you don't have the funds? What if you don't want to go in a home, but you want to stay at home, you know, in 
your own home. Mm -hmm. So all these questions come up and they're great family conversations. And we hold workshops where we make it fun and we have, you know, get your appies out, get Mm -hmm. your six or eight people around the table or four of you and you have your wine or your coffee and we all do a zoom meeting and we have fun and we have worksheets and you fill them out everybody gets asked the same questions Mm -hmm. so it's not picking on any particular person Mm -hmm. because i also found that parents that are over age 75 is there it's very very difficult for them to become open to you to them answering any of those questions dad you know do you want to be buried or cremated Mm -hmm. do you want to have your ashes in the home do you want them straight around what what do you want Mm -hmm. um all of these things do you want a funeral do you want a celebration Mm -hmm. do you want to go in a home do you want to stay at home what do you want Mm -hmm. all of these questions that we may not know the answer of can be super difficult when you're all sitting around that person that's passing away or that has now in dementia that's over past the incapable 24-7 care. What do you want? Mm -hmm. What do you want that to look like? Mm -hmm. And a lot of times people said to me in insurance, they'd say, well, Tina, it doesn't matter to me. I won't be here. But the app is for all the things that you will be here for Mm -hmm. and all your wishes that people may not know. You know, you might be secretly telling your spouse or your partner, but then when the kids or family gets involved and they're all standing around the bedside, yeah. it's not usually pretty because mm-hmm. yeah. Susie is going to have her opinion mm-hmm. and Charlie is going to have his opinion. Yes. And they, they, and for whatever reason, it could be over a teacup and a saucer. It could be over a ring. It could be difficulties arise over anything. No, mom didn't want this. She told me that, you know, like Mm -hmm. guys, let's make it easy. Let's make it simple. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. I mean, you've said so much there that I want to unpack. And the first thing is just really being able to have that open dialogue before anything happens, because you never know, especially in the world today that we live in. What I mentioned when I first brought you on as well, just all the things that have been occurring in the last few years, the last few decades, but they continue to happen and you just never know. So why not be more prepared in case something does happen? And God forbid, I don't want anything to happen to anyone, but if it does, being prepared and just like what you're saying, it's just old age on natural occurrences that happen with age, yeah. but being able to have that in place so there isn't all the complications and you can just enjoy the time you have left as well if it isn't something that's immediate. But being able to be prepared, I think, is so important. It's something my mom's always talked to me about, too, of just like for myself, for her, for family of just being prepared and knowing, okay, this is where this is. Just wanted to let you know, like from the time I was probably in my late teens, early twenties, now I'm in my early thirties, but being able to understand that as well, I think is important. And it doesn't matter what age you are. It's just being prepared because you just never know. And I love that you have it in an app that's compacted because I love the idea of the workbook, but you're right. It's something that's easy, tangible, where people can just plug things in right then and there 
And if they want to have it written out, they can, but being yeah. able to have it in one place, that's so simple as your phone or an iPad or the computer, but being able to do that. So I'm curious because it took you three to four years to create the app. What was that process like of creating it? Wow. Um, <laughs> it was crazy because remember this three inch binder. Yes. So then, <laughs> you know, that part was organized. So that part was already done for me because I had worked and put it into categories. So that part was okay. But what did I want the look and the feel to look, be like? What did I want the person's experience to be like on the other end of the phone? Mm -hmm. I wanted it simple. I wanted it easy. I wanted it so that you could put in as much information as you wish. You know, I say to people, if you have a will and it says, do you have a will? And you click yes, then you can take a picture of the top part of your will. Now, is it saying anything? Not really. It's not getting into any great details. It's not telling anybody their bank account numbers or anything. It's just, what does it look like? And that, oh, okay, Uncle Joe did have a will because it shows right here. Now, where is it? So then you can put underneath, it's in the third drawer in the closet, for mm -hmm. example. Right. wherever, wherever you've put it. Yeah. But that's the kind of thing or passwords. Now people keep passwords in so many shapes and sizes in a book on a piece of paper in a drawer in an app. So why not put where these are? Mm -hmm. You know, take a picture of the book that you write your passport words in. Mm -hmm. Take a picture of it, show us where this password book is so that we can access your computer so we can get the information because <laughs> things have changed in the last 10 years, yeah. hugely. We are all digital now. We have digital assets that people are probably not even really familiar with. We have Bitcoin, we have in digital investments. We have investments that we're doing DIY. Mm -hmm. We're doing ourselves. We don't even have agents for it anymore. Mm -hmm. So we have reward points. We have, we have points of, of gambling, maybe. We, we play different games. We have points and sometimes money involved. Mm -hmm. So if I've brought all this kind of stuff up and then you're thinking to yourself, huh, that's true. Tina's right. Mm -hmm. I better get where I have everything. And we do this workshop really fun. And I tell everybody to put their wallet on the counter beside them, take a piece of paper and a pen. Mm -hmm. Don't look in your wallet, write down everything that's in that wallet. Mm -hmm. Most people can only write three or four things that's in their wallet. And do you know how many cards we all have now? <laughs> so many. <laughs> Y'all, we, we have, <laughs> we have uh, probably 20 cards in our wallets now, if not in our wallet, in our purse or whatever, right? So, yes. so I say, take a picture of your wallet, open it up, put your cards out, take a picture, put it into the app. So now if your wallet gets stolen or, or misplaced or, or you've lost it somewhere, which is horrible feeling mm -hmm. horrible to think you know where did it go because it's like it gives you goosebumps all the way up your skin of your arms mm -hmm. 
for anybody out there that's had it happen. Um, and then you're struggling. Okay, what did I have in there? Okay, I've got to phone this company. I've got to phone that company. Oh, okay. it's just like a panic. Yeah. So I say to people, take a picture of what's in your wallet. So you know what was in there. And it makes it easy because you just, okay, I have, I can go over here and grab it. <laughs> no problem. I can lose my passport. Lots of people lose their passports yeah. and you're stuck in another country. You know, all of this stuff is keys. Where are there extra keys? Where did mom have the keys for the garage? What about the shed? What about the beach house? What about the cabin? What, what about all of this stuff? Where is this information? Yeah. What about the pets? What if I have to go in for surgery? And a doctors tell me this all the time. People are not prepared. And they'll say, you know, you have to have the surgery today. You're not leaving here. Oh, but I, I have a cat and a dog at home and I have to get somebody to feed them and check on them. And well, that's not my problem. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So it, it's really, it's encompasses everything because people say, oh, I'm prepared. I have a will and I have a power of attorney. Awesome. That's like one thing of 20. Yeah. Yeah. So I it's a start. <laughs> mm -hmm. No, it's definitely a start. And, you know, I love how it's organized too. Like the app allows you to take pictures and identify where everything is. So you feel more organized because you're right. Like just the example of somebody needing surgery that wasn't expecting to stay overnight or just going in for a routine checkup and then something happens. You just never know. So it's so important yeah. to have it in one place. And I love that's how you created the app. And been able to use your background too, your educational background and your experiences <laughs> to build this app. What or did you have any roadblocks along the way of creating the app? Well, in any business, mm -hmm. I jumped in this with full passion, mm -hmm. full excitement, and didn't look at the big picture, which I would advise people to do. Mm -hmm. Look at the financial aspect of it. What do I need moving forward to create this? But it's really hard when you create something from scratch because you don't know what it's going to turn, what, how the path is going to go. You know, are you going to go right? Are you going to go left? Is it going to look like this? Is it going to look like that? And you don't know really what the costs are for something new to you to get people to work on your app and create it. Right. So those were huge stumbling blocks for me because I had no clue where it was going to go to, you know, mm -hmm. did I need a trademark? Did I need a patent? Did I, you know, all of these things that are totally out of your realm. Mm -hmm. And so it, it's really good to be able to do some research beforehand mm -hmm. and put a sort of a budget together of some sort of, okay, well, if I do it like this, but again, it's better to be in a team of people so that you have the support as well as, okay, well, if I do it this, well, why don't you try this? Or why don't you try that? People bring people together that have different um, abilities mm -hmm. that might be different than yours. Yes. That's what I, that that's like second part two. That would be first is the costs. And that's hard to implement. Mm -hmm. 
Um, it's easy if you have a brick and mortar business because you know what the rent's going to be, you know what the electricity, you know what the phone bill, you know what, okay, I'll start with one employee or two employees or whatever, but those are easy to try to figure out. But when you've created a brand new animal, mm-hmm. that's tough. It's, it's, it's tough to, cre- to know where it's going to go and how much it's going to cost. So I've been basically uh, year after year, just making things work and growing things as I see fit. Mm-hmm. And the app gets probably, I, I, I think since last year, it gets updated twice a year. Mm-hmm. And I've been creating the, the biggest part is the emerging blueprint program that's going together with the app. And it will get launched in about a month from now. And it has a library of interviews of of specializations of accounting. There'll be accountants, um, lawyers, attorneys, um, insurance agents, um, little short 10, 15, 20 minute videos on helping you understand what you have or what options are out there. Um, what you could look at so that you, when you go shopping for something, whether it's life insurance or car insurance or house insurance, you know what you have and you know what you want and you know what to ask for. Because a lot of times people go in and I know I did in the past when I was younger and you go to an investment advisor and you know, you have to put some money, you know, every year to possibly help your income tax So you say, okay, I'm going to put some investment in this policy. Mm -hmm. And they, he, he basically just takes the papers out and you say, sign here. And you have no idea what he just did. You have no idea what, what he invested in. You have no idea what that looks like until you get a statement where you see it black and white, Mm -hmm. but I want you to be empowered to know what the options are for you out there and what it looks like for a house insurance example is your house on on a hill or near a river or near a creek or near a lake or you know and that happens a lot with cabins and and beach houses and that sort of thing when you go to insure them but also if if you passed away tomorrow and didn't come home from work does your family know where these documents are Do they know what you want? Do they know what, even if you were in ICU and you were going to recover, who's looking after your business? Who's looking after your clients? Mm -hmm. What is the best way to do that? And that would probably be setting, I always advise people to set up another advisor or consultant or whatever field that you're in to say, can you cover me? Can you cover, you know, my butt for six weeks or eight weeks? Not too, too long, but what that picture would look like for a month or two. And then if something happens to you, I cover your butt. Mm -hmm. So then your clients are looked after, everything just keeps going. There might be a few hiccups, but Mm -hmm. at least there's somebody there and your clients aren't going to get frustrated and go somewhere else. Because I don't know about y'all, but if I find a hairdresser that I like, I don't want to go anywhere else. 
<laughs> it's true. <laughs> I'm the same way. I'm very much the same way. But it, it goes back to just being prepared and understanding too that things might take a little bit longer, but you have something that's accessible that you can just be able to upload things and be able to click buttons and do the things you need to do to make sure it's organized in one place. And I love what you're working on as well. Just really being able to have more information where it's just a simple click of the button, listening if it's a short video or having access to people that you need to know in order to have the right information and the knowledge for not only you, but for your family, the people that are going to be taking over anything. And it's just, again, having that backup plan. And I love what you do. And I think it's so important. What has been one of your success stories from somebody using the app, if you have one that you could share with us today? Well, you know, it was actually a, quite a scary one. I, I'm going mm. to say this one because it helped a different client, not this particular mm. one. Mm. But this particular client had a heart attack mm. and he had said he had a will. And this is like 95% of the majority of the population. They'll say, you know, I, I have a will and it's at home. No worries. Don't worry about it. It's all done. You know, that kind of saying, I'm sure. Mm -hmm many of the listeners have heard that. Mm -hmm. But then where is it? Mm -hmm. And how did you do it? Is it done with an attorney or a lawyer? Or did you write it yourself? Or what does that look like? And is it um, a lot of times I always advise if you have a will, then upload it onto your state or provincial um, record keeping so that it's recorded somewhere. Yeah. Like a, when the lawyer does it, they usually um, upload it so that it's it's there permanently kind of thing until you change it mm -hmm. so for this particular client he had done a will but when he passed away he had two sons uh, two nephews that he wished to give everything to they were always there to help him you know when he moved or he was single and didn't have a family and he had an apartment and he had another revenue property and he had investments and he had to work with, with benefits of, of all sorts. Mm -hmm. So when he passed away, the two brothers and the sister came into his apartment, rambled through everything, found his written will that he had written himself off from one of those pre-done mm. pre wills. And they ripped it up. Why did they rip it up, you ask? Mm -hmm. because they weren't on it. Mm -hmm. See, when you don't have any of your own kids, your will then, your estate, will then go to your closest of kin, which is your brothers and sisters. Your nephews are down the line more. But that's not what he wanted. So if it's not, the will is just written and in a drawer somewhere. It's very easy for people to make choices, whether good or bad, mm -hmm. or change your decisions of what you wanted in your life that you didn't want. So in this particular case, I use this example for many clients, and I saved one client's butt really good because mm -hmm. they didn't realize that in their, and it happens a lot in these blended marriages, blended mm -hmm. relationships. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, there's multitude of different family units. Right. And so it even complicates things even more. But if you have everything 
in the app and it shows a copy of the will and it shows, well, you know, here's her will and it says it's in this drawer. Where is it? It's not there anymore. What happened? The family members came in, but it's here. And it says it's somewhere else. It always should be somewhere else. Like there should be a multitude of copies, whether yeah. you have it in the app or whether you have it written somewhere else. Like it could be with an attorney, could be with a friend, wherever it might be, or in a safety deposit box, which mm -hmm. is another whole thing on its own. How do you get into the person's safety deposit box? Right. Where's their key? Mm -hmm. What is their password? And even if it's your mom or dad, or and don't think just because you're a partner, a spouse, or you're married, that it's simple. It's not. Mm -hmm. It's not any different because things have really changed when it comes to family um, acts within mm -hmm. each state and each province now. They all have different family um, policies around children and spouses. Mm -hmm. So you have to be really uh, understand what the rules are for your area. Mm -hmm. And I always say, don't worry, I got you. Just put it in the app. I got your back. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to worry. It's just do this, do this, and do this, and you're, you'll be okay. Yeah. No, I, I love that you broke that down because there are different types of families now and you just never know. Again, being able to have it in multiple places too just keeps it essentially what you're asking for in your will and just having all the documentation because documentation is so important, especially when you, if you are no longer here, it's important to have that so your wishes are granted of where you want your things to go, what people need to know about going forward. So I'm curious, starting out, if somebody is starting out in their entrepreneurial journey or in the midst of it, what are two or three tips you wish you would have known when you started, wrote your book, but also creating this app, if you could share with us two to three tips? Well, the first thing is, even when you're starting out, to have a backup plan for you mm -hmm. personally mm -hmm. and for your new business, mm -hmm. because it has its own entity. Your family is one entity, you and your family, and your business has its own entity. You know, there's people that owe you money. There's things that you owe. It's its, it's, its own thing. So you should always consider the what if. What if I am building this, but this happens? What if I'm incapable or I get cancer and I'm having to struggle through that and do this? Like, what do you want it to look like? as well as when you get it moving mm -hmm. and having revenue coming in. Mm -hmm. What if, like your podcast, or what if you have a blog, or what if you have a website? What if you have a brick and mortar business? What if you have a website that sells products or services? Mm -hmm. What do you want that to look like if you can't answer the phone, if you can't talk? If mm -hmm. you're in ICU, yeah. what's happening? What do you want to have happen? Those are the kinds of questions I want you to start thinking about because then it makes you realize, well, I better put this together. I better have somewhere where it's in one place, mm -hmm. you know, where maybe it's in a certain app on your computer where an employee comes in and 
they do the administration and they know where it all is. But what if that employee left? What do you, what policies do you want to put in place so that a family member or it's in a book or something so that people know what you want to have happen? Mm-hmm. I had a client who, who had a blog and he had started it way back 10, 15 years ago, just when blogs kind of were the, the new thing. Mm-hmm. And he wanted, and he just talked about his ventures and his adventures and his um, life. And he wanted this to continue even after he was gone. Mm. And he wanted a specific person to take it over. So he recorded that and he made sure that would happen. Mm-hmm. And so that's another thing, you know, when you don't, you can't do your podcast, what what do you want to have happen? Do you want someone to fill in for you? Do you, if it's a longer six months or year or two years, what do you want then? Do you want them to, to continue it? Do you want a family member to continue it? I've been enjoying this conversation so much. We're going to jump into the rapid fire questions if you're ready for them. Okay. <laughs> so the first question is, who is your hero? You know, my hero was Sarah Sarah. Whatever will be, will be. There you go. It's true. (laughs) But as long as you're prepared. (laughs) Yes. She was, Doris Day was someone was on my bucket list to have lunch Mm -hmm. with one day. And I was so disappointed to have her pass away this year Mm -hmm. because that just broke my, my dream that I wanted to have. She was... She worked hard all her life. She had multiple bad marriages and bad relationships, mm-hmm. sort of like that person, that, that normal, the normal person out there. Mm-hmm. But she worked hard and she empowered people and she had her own saving animals that she, she developed. And I really inspired to her strength that she gave me. I love that. I felt that. What motivates you to work smarter? Time. (laughs) That's the thing. Yes. (laughs) Damn time. Right. You know, because you think you have so much time and Mm -hmm. it's so true. We do. You know, how often do I say today's Monday and then all of a sudden it's Friday. Mm -hmm. Where did the week go? Where did the day go? I was in here starting at 8 a.m. and now it's 7 and I haven't even eaten dinner yet. Like, where did the time go? So I think time is a lot of people's concern, especially when you're running a business and a family. Mm -hmm. It's tough to maneuver and definitely advice to really concentrate on working around how to make that work best for you. Yes. Well said. (laughs) So if you were to be a superhero, what would be your power or powers? My superpowers would be to have everybody using the app and do two or three modules of it. Because if I can empower people to be more prepared, Mm -hmm. the process of death and sickness and tragedy mm-hmm. is now 
eliminated because now you can grieve. There's so much grief and um, uh, PTSD, um, depression, anxiety, and grief can take over you and overwhelm you in your life. Divorce, um, children, you know, not part of your life anymore. As a mother, you think, well, how can that be? And you, you know, you have them as two or three years old or breastfeeding. Mm -hmm. And you think, how can your children never want to talk to you? Mm-hmm. I don't know the answer to that, but it happens around the world. Yeah. And so how can you, you know, be better prepared to, to have this life that you don't know what tomorrow's going to bring? <laughs> you really yeah. don't. You don't. You're absolutely right. Well, I wish I could grant these powers and maybe one day everybody will, but wishful thinking and hopefully they will get it. And especially after listening to today. So if you could share a meal with any four individuals, living or dead, who would they be? I missed that. Sorry, Caroline. Oh, no worries. Um, So if you were to share a meal with any four individuals, living or dead, who would they be? Um. I would love, well, I already talked about Doris Day, but I would love to sit with Oprah Winfrey and mm-hmm. I would love to sit with uh, various, like the Eagles band or mm-hmm. like that would be really fun because it'd be totally different. Yeah. You know, it'd be totally different from a business aspect. It would be more music and more arts and creativity and more of that kind of thing. So I think... I struggle with which one I would like to sit with because they are very different, but give you very different vibes. So definitely a lively meal. (laughs) And what is the most daring thing you've ever done? Not a lot. Um, I'm not very daring because I have this thing that was like built in me. And that's why you get what you get with me for, for (laughs) your backup plan. And it's because I don't like risk. Even going down a big mountain skiing, I'll do the snow plow all the way down because I'm scared I'm going to go fast. <laughs> I don't believe you. It's scary skiing. <laughs> so I'm not very risky, but I think um, this might not sound risky for many people, but it was for me. It was an adventure. And I took a course on underwater photography. So I went underwater with weight belts. And I'm not a super duper great swimmer. I'm an okay swimmer. So that was a huge risk and adventure for me. Um, But amazing once you get used to it and and get used to holding your breath and and relaxing underwater. um, It sort of feels like you go into like this dark cave of, of explosion of what can you create in this other depth and it was really, really empowering for me. Oh, it sounds very empowering and just that's very risky, but pushing through that and the amazing experiences you've had because of that too. Mm-hmm. And so I, I might know the answer to this, but what is the phone app that you use the most? <laughs> <laughs> Your backup plan is definitely, <laughs> and I think for a lot of people, the other one might be passwords, I think for a lot of the population. Mm-hmm. That might be, or banking apps they might use a lot. 
I know there's a lot of gaming apps and, and things like that. I'm not much of a gamer person. So, um, but yeah, I, I like the organizing apps, so to speak, you know, yeah. something where you can scan something, a document easily or that type of thing. And those are important tasks. <laughs> and what is the last book that you've read? Um, the last book I read was a client's book. Let me grab it. Perfect. We can't wait to see it. <laughs> She'll like this too. Oh, perfect. Me to promote it, but I have many of my podcast guests come on my show and mm -hmm. talk about their tragic stories mm -hmm. um, on your backup plan uh, podcast. And this one was the little black funeral dress mm. because this was written by a mom, a guest on our show that talks about losing her adult child mm -hmm. and they had his her son had just gotten married and 12 days later was in a work accident and died and they literally just got the photographs back from the wedding oh. and now you're dealing with a funeral this oh. is a great book of motivation and inspiration from a lady who talks about grief and suffering. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. So if you were to have a movie about your life thus far, who would play you? Um, I think it would be, um, well, whether I'd like it to be or whatever would happen, but I think Julia Roberts kind of comes to mind. Yeah, she's a fantastic actress. <laughs> a lot of people I, love her. I love her too. <laughs> I think because my life is part comedy, humor, and having fun, but also she's been in so many films where, you know, it's it's an, a, an issue of, of what's happening in the life, like some sort of tragic thing that happened. Um, so she's been really good and she seems to appear in a lot of those types of movies. She does. She definitely does. And I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> what is your favorite family recipe, whether it's traditional or you love making it together as a family? Um, our family recipe has always been, uh, we called it, uh, or we call it, um, it's like an eclair. So it's graham wafers, mm -hmm. um, custard or put a vanilla pudding. Mm-hmm. And whipping cream mm. and graham wafers and then chocolate and icing spread over, like not icing like for a cake, but mm -hmm. just um, icing sugar mm. with chocolate sprinkled over top. Mm. And you that let sounds... it set overnight and the next day it just mm. comes out as perfect little squares and it's so yummy. It sounds very intriguing. I'm like, I want to <laughs> try it. <laughs> Um, so if you had to describe yourself as an animal, personality type, style, what animal would you be? Definitely a tiger. Yeah. I'm a tiger because I guess because of my age, I guess it could be a cougar, but or whatever <laughs> comes after that. I'm not sure. Um, but definitely a tiger because I'm soft and um, I like to purr and I'm very tender and considerate and emotional like a cat mm -hmm. but 
I'm tough too. <laughs> I believe that. I totally believe that. And I love how you broke it down too of how you are. And I could definitely see those elements just from talking with you as well. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have a day off, what is your favorite way to spend that day off? At the beach, <laughs> by the water, lake or ocean. Mm. That's definitely speaks to my soul. Something about the water, right? <laughs> so what is something an outsider wouldn't know about your industry? A lot of people think that getting prepared for the unexpected of death or sickness means I've gone to an accountant and I've gone to a lawyer. Mm-hmm. But I found in the industry nobody talks to each other. There's a little box for the accountant and a little box for the attorney or the lawyer, but nobody speaks to each other. There's, there's nobody in between, you know, the lawyer isn't going to ask you where your grandmother's key is or where the shed key is or where the, the beach house key is, or they're not going to talk about, um, what kind of home that you'd like to go into or, um, they talk about wishes specifically to death. Um, and that's all great. And it needs to be done specifically in that specific area. But nobody talks to each other. So I found this spread in between each area of people. Like you have your life insurance agent and you have your accountant and you have your attorney and you have your um, insurance advisor or financial or investment advisor. But nobody knows anything about the other one. I love it. You are the glue. You're the puzzle pieces that put I'm, together. <laughs> I'm the scope and you can just turn it. Yes. <laughs> oh, I've been enjoying this conversation so much, Tina. But before I let you go, where can people find you? Find the app. We'll link everything below, but just let us know too. Absolutely. So I have this um, easy... Um, I think I've sent it to you. It'll probably be down below, but it has everything. So Instagram, TikTok, um, YouTube, Twitter, um, what else? LinkedIn, YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, and Facebook, your backup plan. (laughs) They're on all of the platforms, as well as the podcast as your backup plan for any other people that are listening that want to hear some some stories of empowerment from a tragedy, usually to, you know, what could they have done differently or what you know, parent losing their child or car accident or anything like that. Um, so you can find me on your backupplan.ca. I wish I could get the .com, but I haven't been able to yet. Um, So yeah, on all of those platforms, you can find me, you can download it on iTunes and Google Play. You can put it on your tablet, you can put it on your phone, make it simple for you guys. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Tina, for sharing just why it's so important to have the backup plan to get the app to listen to the podcast. We'll link everything below, but I truly appreciate you just sharing your journey with us and all the wisdom you have around just being prepared in life. And I think that's such a beautiful gift that everybody can have now where they know that they're prepared for their loved ones as well, not just themselves, but for their loved ones. So thank you again, Tina, for joining us today. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you. (laughs) 
Absolutely. Make sure to like, subscribe, comment below. What was the biggest takeaway from Tina? She listed so many amazing things and make sure to write it down. Make sure to get the app because it's a necessity essentially. Uh, but thank you. And we'll see you on the next video.